That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carrazzo. With me, as always, my co-host. Hey, it's your boy, Chris Mejia. And this week, it's the finale. We got ourselves a finale for Christmas time. And who better to have on the show than, honestly, lovely discovery this week was just on a podcast with her. And she's delightful and very funny. Comedian Joanne Schindley. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hell yeah. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Of course. I just want the listeners to know, yes, I've, I worked on crew and The Bachelorette. I'm wearing my crew uh, name yeah. tag. Got the lanyard on and everything. Got my lanyard on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Doing the audience coordination stuff. Ooh, 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 yes. Ooh. Which uh, aside, aside from the fact that you worked on that, have you like always watched the show? Is this just something you just you got involved through work and then now you're a part of it? I'm going to be honest. I got involved through work. I mean, like I've okay. been aware right. of the franchise, <laughs> you know, I'm, I've, I've seen be. it's hard not to be. You can't right. go to a grocery store without being aware of it. Exactly. Right. I know. Because um, that's where they all live now. Every single yes. contestant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I will say that I had to do like a quick deep dive into it because so my first job working with them. So I am an audience coordinator. First mm-hmm. job working with them was nice. the men tell all, which who boy loved it. I I listened to your episode about it. <laughs> and did? It, yeah, I did. <laughs> so, you know, all my feelings about Peter and how badly I want him to get ruined. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. I have. Well, the mental. Can I just get right into it? Are we getting Please. into it? Dude, I'm like, uh, yeah. we're here. This I'm like it. on the edge of my seat about this. So <laughs> the thing that I never, I haven't seen like it on the TV though. I just lived it, you know? Right. And so yeah, I yeah. don't know what people, my biggest question, mm-hmm. did they show mm-hmm. Will getting served paper? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. By okay, by an actor who's taken improv level three for sure. Did right? you know he, he <laughs> fucked up on the word? Like, <laughs> 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 You've been I forget what he said, but he didn't say the word. Yeah. He said like contentious yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or no, for uh, defraction, I think. He yeah, said. defamation, but he said the from a pizza slice. Yeah. He, yeah. he said he said, Well, here's a slice of this pie. You're being sued for bone slice of petite. Yeah, that's how they I do w- it. I will say so. As a coordinator, we get these packets, these rundown packets of the show, and they're mm-hmm. confidential. But now it's out, so it's not. Mm-hmm. That was not written. That was no. straight up. That was straight up off the walls. Happened IRL. Because that Peter was, that brought was not a guy. In the notes. Huh? So, so Peter brought a guy, or like? Yeah. Yes, it was not. It was not produced. Okay. Did Peter really fly in pizza then? Because what a psycho. <laughs> Everything about, about that man. <laughs> they knew about the pizza. The, the oh, pizza yeah, was was pre-planned. Of course by, it was. Yeah. But because it had it, to be, because they have to get on lot. It's like there's so much and of course, of course. Red tape and stuff to get on lot. And it makes sense. I I don't want to tell you what to do with your career. You do okay, whatever Chris. your heart desires. I'm listening. But it would please me very much if you work audience coordination for their live shows for the rest of your life because <laughs> I, I love it. need <laughs> these secrets these do you realize as soon as we're done recording 
there's like 30 people I'm texting about how that was not production. Peter did that shit on his own. I, this, this made my month. I'm yeah. so happy. I mean, they like knew that he was bringing somebody, but they didn't know mm-hmm. what for. And so it's like, uh, okay like, everybody's like in the cast they're like okay well i had to fly here alone but peter got to bring a guy and yeah. He's like, yeah don't worry yeah. it's a it's a big deal don't worry he's he's my he's my he's my friend i'm not gonna get into it right now but he's my That's law incredible. guy he's you know? my he's my law guy that i met in at second city 101 yeah uh-huh. now knowing <laughs> that this was all peter and not production i can't believe i'm saying this I went from having zero percent respect for Peter to now I'm at fifteen. I'm at I'm at a I'm at a little fifteen How now. How dare you? <laughs> no one yeah. liked it. Nobody Mm-mm. liked it. Not a single person liked it. Not a no, single person. And did. get this. So <laughs> it was that alone. So as you know, that was right in the beginning, right? And he was so awkward about it. Right after he was, he just... was. It was like it was like this is your time to shine. You have one yeah. sentence to say. But then Peter said, that's a taste of what you're going to get in real life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like to, to double back and be such a fucking loser about it after you had like a guy who c- couldn't get a line out. Like right. one yeah. word. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I'm, uh, you're going to. It's like equivalent of sending like a, t- a telegram that backfires, you know? Oh, oh. It's wild. <laughs> Perfect. It was wild. But I, so that scene Mm -hmm. that's like part right right in the beginning Mm -hmm. four hours long no 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 it backed up let me rephrase that it backed up the show by four hours so that was that they're arguing went on for at least an hour no joke what no joke and everyone's like the fuck because so now so normally the audience members on wow. these live shows are just super fans mm-hmm. you know like they're just people that so just mm-hmm. yeah they sign up for a ticket there's x amount of tickets you get one you I'd you know you go through the whole sure. thing so yeah. it's not like seat fillers it's like legitimately mm-hmm. people who are into the show why would they pre-covid i don't Pre-COVID. know mike i don't know how hollywood works why would well, they, now look at how huge this is this shows every we have we have a podcast and we're on the low end of the totem pole of all the fucking podcasts for this show. There's so many podcasts about it. There's so many people that want it. Why would they need? Mike, I don't know how a lot of things work. Okay. I travel to go to this. I got a Florida education. I'm trying my best. Oh, yeah. You're from Florida. All right. Joanne, sorry. Neither of you are that far off. So it's. Normally they have just super fans and they come and they're allowed to like bring signs and right. all this kind of stuff. But because of COVID, they mm-hmm. don't want to have those outliers. Mm-hmm. So this was the first time in history that they, in the franchise history, that they hired a audience. And so they hired wow. SAG actors, union actors. Wow. So somebody's getting paid. Audience. All right. Well, that's that's full circles as to why we're all like, what the fuck? They're they by the end of that. Amazing. Because SAG union actors get paid fifty dollars for every 30 minutes that they go over Ah! like allotted times with not being like fed and like like they they got all those rules. Oh, yeah. So that I mean, this one is not a direct quote because I didn't do the I did the math like quick but not the final math they spend over ninety nine thousand dollars on the audience alone 
and I'm not that far off. It's not a direct number, but I'm not that far off. I have to fix my microphone, but this is insane. It's insane. insane. All because of fucking those two dudes arguing. (laughs) I'm not. I mean, that's the that's the Hollywood part of it. I'll tell you this. If I was first of all, I am union, so please book me, Canada. But if I uh, (laughs) if if I was part of this audience, I would be first of all, I get to watch Peter get yelled at by a bunch of guys. Perfect for hours. Great. I don't get to chime in, which is a con on the list of pros and cons. Uh, but then I get paid extra just for what? Oh, give me. You, I love you it. make your rent. I know I'm union oh, and my oh. boss, I was doing the math and my, I was like, oh my God, look at what these people are getting paid. Like, mm-hmm. because of this. And my boss was like, I go, I'm union. I should have been the audience. He goes, why? Well, I, I would rather pay you that money than pay these. Because <laughs> like, also they know they're getting paid. They were not fun. Like, I think this new COVID world is realizing yeah. that like paid audience members, they know they're there for a paycheck, so they're not as enthusiastic as like mm-hmm. super fans would be, obviously. Right. So there's a lot but, more extra like zhuzh to have to do to them. Aren't they actors though? Shouldn't they be able to act excited? Um... You think? You think they'd care enough? <laughs> oh, you mean a union doesn't necessarily mean that there's talent involved? Okay, you got it. No problem. Yeah. we did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love to fast forward like four years from now when we see like an IMDb credit for like somebody being like audience at Men Tell All, but then like i don't know some bit part in a parks and recreation reboot you know like uh be fun oh the delusion and background acting runs Beautiful. so deep mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like i i mean i just did a live show up in santa rosa and for two weeks and it was like only an audience of 50 people but it's like mm-hmm. wine country so you know the work isn't as much as it would be in LA. Um, mm-hmm. So they've kind of done everything, right? But they're like listing their credits. Like this one Ooh. gal, <laughs> they're like, oh, you're back from New York. And she's like, yeah, I was in New York for a little bit. And they're like, what would you do there? She's like, I was on Marvelous Miss Maisel. And they're like, oh my God, doing what? And she's like this. I'm like, yeah, you dressed up as an old timey person <laughs> and stood in a corner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've always, I've always uh, like, in in when like now being involved with like you know comedy and then knowing people who have gotten to do background or just mm-hmm. some sort of acting or speaking role mm-hmm. it's just funny to me how like you work so hard to get like a part like that which is still you know that's still a big deal like not everyone sure. gets to experience that you work so hard to get to that so just now knowing when i watch stuff and i see like a background actor is just chilling and then like a main character is like turns around and points and goes, look at that piece of shit over there. Like I know there's someone who went to like yeah, yeah, yeah. performing arts school and like is a massive debt, moved to had LA to, or New York. Had to show up to a casting call where it <laughs> was like, or was, was sent, like, worse, was sent by their agent for the part that's like piece of shit who gets pointed at <laughs> as yeah. punchline yeah, yeah. in scene by Owen Wilson and Jason Sudeikis in Hall Pass 3. <laughs> knowing that there's people that other people that went to that audition that didn't get it that oh. drank themselves into oblivion that <laughs> night. oh my god they didn't get it and then it's like their friends get to be like hey man don't worry about it i guess you're not that much of a piece of shit it's like yeah. it's the only thing that gets me booked dude it's why they booked me if i'm not enough of a piece of shit that i don't work man because that means there's two things happening. One, on their website, they have in their acting <laughs> video <laughs> that clip 
Uh. And two, when that if it's a movie, when the movie comes out, they invite all their friends and family, and they Sometimes. go to the theater, and they're like, "Oh wait, here, here comes me, here comes me," and then they watch, and their family has to be like, "Huh? Wow." <laughs> That's... And it's also like, okay, I was a little blurry, but it's still cool, you know? Like, right. That's, that's it. I, I make all of these jokes, but I know if I got the exact same part, I would I'd also be very be proud like... of you. I'd be very proud of you. <laughs> I would be I'll say this, excited. and this is why I prefer the very prestigious art form of stand up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, go. don't give me, I, I, I definitely would be like, yeah, I was a part of that, but I wouldn't. Right list it as a credit much like no. i wouldn't list an open mic as a show that i've been on Nuh-uh. right i no, mean we all get it yeah. we all it's get still it. it's still an accomplishment but it's also just like to have that that tone of like yeah bitch like i, I got a golden globe it's like it's, you were a background actor yeah. like it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. i mean don't get me wrong congrats but also like hey man if down. i could make money as a background actor and still you know i'd be I, I do it too. Yeah. I oh, am. Yeah. But uh, I'm too distracting. I'm too beautiful. Go ahead, John. <laughs> very true. <laughs> I put my camera sweetie. just suctions to my face. I can't, <laughs> I can't help it. I'm I pull too much focus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's these it's these dimples. I smile in the background, having a great time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, stop it. You're too actually keep it going. We're rolling on you. And I'm like, yes. You gotta, yeah. you gotta talk to my agent, which is me with the mustache on. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a couple months. <laughs> um, That's so funny. Chris, what were you doing? Um, uh, okay. Can oh, I ask hey, one more yeah, question no, about, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go about ahead. the live Any, thing? Anything. So, anything. so the and the mental all. I again, mm-hmm. I didn't get to see it. And when you're on, when you're back set, I can't quite hear all the time what. That's fair, they're yeah. speaking to each other. You know what yeah. I mean? I got earpieces in. I got I got mask runs to make. Mm-hmm. I got things to do. <laughs> right. Um, but on the mental all, we're here's where I thought. And uh-huh. again, this goes into the delusion conversation. Right. So there's this room. Um, there was this one room that had like a, a broadcast of it. You know, you could see the monitors and there was like chairs in there to sit. And part of my job as audience. Uh, coordination is to place people strategically on where to sit based on camera ready and not um i could talk for a whole hour about the process of it which i did not know in the back (laughs) i mean and it and it really takes a skill to be like it takes a skill to be like you know people be like why are you separating the lines and it's like Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just, you know, the the jewel tones look better with the background today. And in reality, oh, wow. it's because it's like, bitch, you're, ha- you're bald and the light's going to reflect off your head. We can't wow, do that. <laughs> so it's, there's so much going on um, in terms of that. <laughs> but so I have to be back by the monitors majority of the time to like take pictures to send to my boss. So he knows that, you know, everything right. looks good. Um, and at the tell all I was in there doing it and all of a sudden this uh, this like PA walks in with children and was like excuse me we need the room uh these are Melissa's kids and I was like she has fucking kids or uh, M- Michelle I'm so sorry I was like she has oh, kids what's going on oh, and they were teacher. like she's okay. a teacher they flew in her students yeah were they on the show then I don't remember I genuinely don't remember 
I was trying to find my rundown from that one. I did not save it, but I was like, did they have a segment and it got cut or something because we were so far behind. But I was like, could you imagine being a parent and having your child's teacher audition to get fucked by a group of men? And then the TV show calls them up and is like, we... (laughs) Like Michelle chose your child to get flown to Los Angeles Uh to come on stage and tell their thoughts about these men that they had to meet. I, I hate the fact that they brought in her students into this season. Oh, guess what? You would have hated the episode where they had a whole date around it and they were like, Hey Clayton. Oh, I saw that stand out multiple times. They brought her children who are the one one that made fun of Peter was great. But that that's my favorite one. She's great. I saw the playback of that, which right. is probably why they were there. But then right. they never got brought out. But I, 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 I speechless. I think that's gross. <laughs> I, I agree. I think it's not. First of all, look, I um, there's only been one teacher that I'd be like, if I had to be flown out by a, a teacher, there'd be like one teacher that I could think of that makes sense. And that's because he's like my uncle's best friend who happened mm-hmm. to teach at my school. And if he was like, hey, I need you to come out here for a thing I'm doing, I'd be like, OK, I family friend, maybe. That sounds, that's also to- kind of how scary stories start. It, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying is like, I, I let me, fill me in at least. I'm eight. You know, right. but but like I, I do think it's very strange to be like, hey, your favorite teacher, you know, the one she's great. She's wonderful. She's beautiful. And charismatic and very intelligent and all that stuff and everybody loves her yeah okay well she wants to get married real bad and she's gonna date 30 guys at the same time and um what's that yeah okay no i understand that your understanding of what dating is is very (laughs) interesting and like (laughs) fine it's like very primitive or whatever this is the new age what's that show's been on 25 years yeah no don't worry about it no no it's still the new age because <laughs> we can't say it's a new normal yet because then we'll lose middle America. Okay. Oh, what? Oh, what's that? Only 24, 24% of couples from this show have actually still lasted to this day. Uh-huh. Okay. No, but you know, you got to trust the process. You know, you Don't just got to, it. yeah. it's so just, bring- you know, those couples just didn't have it, but Michelle, yeah. she, she has it. She has and, it. Anyway, your favorite teacher who you love very much, she's going to do the show where she dates all these guys and she wants you to be on those dates. Maybe I phrased it weird. <laughs> no, your favorite teacher, your fa- yes, your favorite teacher wants you to go on a date with her and another man uh, who is three times her age in front of cameras and there will be cameras and you'll have to spend some time with other men and then you'll be asked a lot of questions on camera about what you think of them. And one of them is going to be awful. So don't worry about him. You know, you can talk shit all you want. But the, uh, there's another one that you have to say literally the nicest things about. And if you deviate from that, we will send you home and we won't pay your parents for your time with us. Do you want your parents to not get paid? Do you want to have dinner tonight? Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is think about it, Katie. So <laughs> give it a thought. Your teacher wants you to go on a date with her and another man. Think about it. Makes sense. Sign, I do. sign this sign on this dotted line please yeah yeah, yeah. And, I do and like it's LA, so you're allowed to sign don't worry about it no garden <laughs> yeah. news
I do like how there's parents who had to have a conversation with their kid of like, hey, your teacher's trying to fuck. You want to go to L.A.? <laughs> it's so I want to meet those parents, truly. They they should have their own little side segment because, you know, they're going to be like, I'm going to stereotype here really badly. But Hit me. I'm assuming that there are single mothers who think are young parents or like, yes. Elliot is so cute. He deserved oh. like they think that this is their kid's chance at fame, you know? <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's like uh, if you think about it, that show Kids Say the Darnest Things is kind of wild that we had that because basically that whole show was like the studio being like, Hey parents, you want to have your kids come on television and embarrass you? <laughs> you yeah. want your kids to come up and just say some wild shit and well, hold on be a second. Like, That's weird. I can get that because they're being paid for it. If you if they're already embarrassing you for free out in the wild, you know what that's I mean? True. Yeah, so if you get true. them on a couch and maybe they turn out to be like really charismatic and fun with Steve Harvey. You know, then that means maybe they come back for a couple episodes. Ooh, next thing you know, they book a pilot uh, in a sitcom starring Sashir Zameda, who we all love. You know what I mean? Yes. Like my mom wanted me to get on Kids Say the Darnest Things, but I think that was just more so because so then that way other people could see that I was wilding. Like it's just so then she. Oh, just so she like, wanted hey, to take me, right? Everyone knows this kid. She wanted you on that one episode of Maury where they they scare the kids straight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, I just want everyone to know what I deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> everyone understand why my makeup wasn't good this morning. It was because I'm delusional. <laughs> I haven't gotten good sleep. Mm, and this mm. kid won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways, I, I love my mom. Uh, anyway, know, so back to you're the show. Talk, you're busy talking about your, man, your your manga or something. You're talking to your mom about manga. And manga? Shit. No, I wasn't. I you didn't read. That kid? I wasn't read? a reading kid. Oh, you were an anime boy. I I'm going I, mean, off I watched right like now. Dragon Ball Z and Gundam. I'm going like, off I, your hoodie right now, baby boy. I mean, what now I do as an adult? <laughs> well, this is derailed sufficiently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to talk about the finale or uh, Joanne? Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to bring up on the mental? Oh, I had a question about the mental wall actually. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. The pizza, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you son of a bitch. The pizza. Dominoes or like where did Peter really fly in? Mike refuses to believe that Peter's pizza has any chance of being tasty. I think it must be disgusting. I'm assuming it's gross based on like every like I think. No, no, no. It, it was actually I never saw the pizza, but I will okay. say that memory serves me correctly that the there was crew members that we only, I only get to interact with like the stage manager who's right. busy doing everything. And then like one uh, liaison and then like three producers. Mm -hmm. And one of the producers uh, did make a comment about oh. how the pizza wasn't worth it. Wow. Pizza got a first class flight to LA in record I mean, time I mean, too. 30 minutes or less. <laughs> 30 minutes or less. I don't know what I don't know if they did. like I don't know where the pizza came from, to be honest with you. But I just remember producers saying wasn't worth it. I just like the idea that <laughs> you just told us it was four hours of those two fighting, basically. Um, yeah. And and that the entire time the pizza's been made. <laughs> the pizza's chilling. The, pizza the pizza's is... been in the back. Yeah, it's sitting under a dry heat lamp like, OK, oh, heat lamp is generous. I do not think that they put that under that. Yeah. I think they like craft services might have been like, let's take it, put put it in the I don't know. Let's make it hot somehow. 
let's uh, put it back in the box and put I mean, hot maybe, pots of coffee on top of it. Maybe that's where acting come in. Maybe they had to act as if it was warm. I, I see. You know what? That's but fair. it was freezing cold. You know what acting I believed was Will taking a bite out of it and going, this is good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize on camera. Uh, they basically were like, you guys can't both be on paradise if neither of you apologizes. It was wild. I just remember they were like, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. We're still rolling. I, I mean, look, I'll tell you, it's, my favorite part was watching Peter get decimated by everybody. Casey was even getting involved. Fucking PJ and Daniel, who were barely right. on the season, were talking. Fucking uh, what's his name? Pardeep was biting his fist. Like, give me more <laughs> of that guy yelling, please. But the, what you guys saw was the snippets of it. What you I didn't know. see was was machismo standing face to face oh, that's nose fun. to nose just going bro bro oh bro, okay that's no, less bro. fun ah, bro, bro. And okay. i would have loved to see that i would have i would have loved to see that with olu and chris a little bit more extended but otherwise right no. well that's why they do it would, and then other people would stand up and do it and i mean it was it was a lot of just non like bros it oh, was almost sucks. as if it was almost as if they weren't they didn't know what to say to each other. No, of and course then... they don't know what to say to each other. Peter hates libraries. You guys know this? <laughs> you hear about this? Peter hates libraries. Fucking that's one of his fun facts for the show. Um, that also... w- that might explain why he doesn't have access to the proper words. Yeah, the vocabulary. Yeah. Um, OK, yeah. transitioning into the finale. Yes. So I do have my my confidential showrunner pages. Um, Confidential until the day after. Until the day after. Um, So I like I had said before, I I hadn't watched the show in depth, um, Mm. mostly. And then I feel bad about it because I'm I identify as being I'm from Wisconsin, but I went to college in Minnesota and lived there for eight years. So I'm like, oh, you know, and then Minnesotan at heart. I'm a Minnesotan at heart. You know, Brandon's from Portland. And Uh I was like, okay. You want to be connected. To I it. should have paid more attention. Yes. But um, my co-workers obsessed, obsessed. Oh, Couldn't be. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they didn't take we we technically gave them breaks, but they were like, can I still stay here and watch? I'm like, yes. Whatever wow. you want. Um, they're like, I don't want to miss this. But fun. I get that. So I, again, from your perspective, Please. you all didn't know who she was choosing until I knew because in my heart, I made the right decision. OK, because Mike I- just bet and I-, I accidentally saw a spoiler. How long ago, um, though? Because you did not hint at that at all. It was like maybe a month and a half ago. No way. Yeah, it was a while ago where I just accidentally like. Uh, Twitter has this weird thing where like they'll give you notifications of tweets that they recommend and there's no way to turn it off. And one of those tweets, since I tweet for our podcast page, yeah, uh, was from Reality Steve who tweets spoilers all the time. And I just read the lines that says, like my, my brain skipped the first line that said spoiler in all caps and just went to the second line that said, Nate and Michelle's engagement. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Well, you, you know what? I'm very happy you kept it from me because it was very satisfying to find out through our own Twitter page that <laughs> Joe went home. Because <laughs> that's how I found out. I didn't watch last week. 
I still, well, okay. So, no, 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 no. When I saw the tweet, that was actually this week. Now that I think oh, about okay, it. Okay. What I saw a month and a half ago was from one of the gossip pages. Who oh, was like, yeah, spoiler, yeah, this is one. This. And like, I swiped and I saw, but I didn't remember fully because like, right. it was like one of those where I swiped, I saw, and I immediately swiped out. So then it, like, yeah, yeah, I you barely were like... got a bit image, but yeah. I knew the dude looked either roughly like Nate or Joe. Like I knew it was going to be one wow. of those. Uh, so there was still some like gray okay. area for me to feel like where the fuck is this going? So like when Joe didn't get it, that was a legitimate surprise because I thought it was going to be Joe. Uh, well, I have I have a confession to make myself that I knew it was going to be Nate um, the moment he stepped out of the limousine and uh, went to meet Michelle. Because I know Mike what the site me looks like. Okay, Mike uh, called it. He, he just be, he bet he didn't know. He just bet that it was going to be Nate. I knew. And now he's trying to rub it in everyone's face that he's. Good it's the at first gambling. time I've ever called anything that hard. Like, I mean, <laughs> Mike, that's a gift because that's the exact line that she said. She was like, "It's the, been you from the moment." The moment. The moment they met. It was. You could see those sparks. It was beautiful. Yeah. The there power was a theory, being six eight. There is a beauty yeah. to the fact that the Bachelorette does have a bit of a track record with the first impression rose mm-hmm. going to the guy that they end up with in the end. And this was another one of those cases. Anyway, uh, what's the ratio of that? Don't know. Don't care enough to check. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> at, <laughs> the science least, behind this. At least, at least I would say I would say because there's this account called Bachelor Data that they do all of that they do all of the numbers yeah, yeah, yeah. and all of the oh, data and stuff they have that for sure like katie season she couldn't have given the first impression of blake right because he showed up late and then so Becca did get it to I, I think space. I'll, I'll i'll find it but uh i mean we should keep moving because it'll we're take me a while to find moving. it yeah. we're moving. but we're moving Joanne. uh it it does like whoever does get the first impression rose usually for the most part frequent. at least yeah. makes it yeah, they're oh, they're sure. like top five, top yeah. six, minimum, minimum. Yeah, yeah, um, that's cute. Um, just going back to it, I the, the that's interesting about the spoilers because also part of my job is to literally throw people off the lot if they have their phones. We take people's phones. Uh-huh. Some people are like, "Oh, I already turned it in," and you're like, "I'm not going to search you," you know. Uh-huh. Um, but we had to kick some people out for uh having their phones. Which oh, first do they get lifetime bans? Because I feel like that's ban worthy. Yeah, uh, they should. You know what? They should. But you know, sags hurting. No, I don't know. Oh, um, I guess yeah. But I had to watch the sad moment of getting we got this. We got there and I started work at 1030 a.m. The live went we went live at five. Um, So we had these and my coworker was like, I accidentally saw the last page. And she didn't want to know who won. But they they write. They obviously have it on there. And she was pissed the rest of their shift. She was so angry <laughs> because of who she picked or because yes, she found out. Yeah, she's like, really? they always pick the fuck boys. She was oh, so angry. Get your coworker <laughs> on this podcast. I have some words. I have some words. She would love it. I I can't believe. First of all, Brandon's got fuck boy energy all over him. Brandon has youth group fuck boy energy. He's got fucking yes. love bomby fuck boy energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And That's always, the term I was looking for. Thank yes, you. Sorry, continue. The love bomb. No, please join in with this. It's 
I, I'm I'm happy to know that other men recognize this yeah. quality in men because it's fucking gagging. So here's the thing. Yeah. I said this to a friend of mine the other day. Like, cause Bachelor, when Brandon got his heart broken and all that. Well, first and foremost, I will say Bachelor Nation has awful taste in men because awful. the men they choose to Red stand stands out there are always terrible. And like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Look, we love. I Rodney. understand. He's great. I, I understand that the bar is low for men. I understand that. I understand. Men That's are like trash because of that. Podcast. The bar is low. That being said, <laughs> just because the bar, I've said this a million times on this podcast, and times. I'll say it a million times more. Keep just because the bar is low doesn't mean you should be a raccoon digging in the dumpster. No. Like Brandon, in my opinion, everyone was like, "Oh my god, he's so sweet. Let's protect him at all costs." And my first Gross. thought was, like, do you not see that he's kind of low-key manipulative because of the fact of like every time it's about to be decision time like the very last second Brandon has stepped in Mm -hmm. and done some over-the-top kind of quote-unquote romantic gesture when to me that's very much like I'm trying to intercept like the decision you have made at the last second and distract you but Chris Chris how else are you gonna know that my love knows no bounds (laughs) That's I, I said this to a friend of mine. Brandon is what rom-coms make us think is supposed to be romantic. Oh, my God. It's what you know what I think. I think and this is going to sound stupid. I think rom- romantic comedies. I think rom-coms have a little bit more finesse with it. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Those are already mm-hmm. awful. This is terrifying. Brandon. Brandon only proved to us that he needs therapy for sure to. <laughs> figure out why like oh he's he, just he just love bombs michelle and like i understand that for a lot of people that vocal validation is great like i understand that and it's not that like in yes his actions on the show were backing up his words like he did seem like he was really into michelle that sure. being said it screamed to me i have not yet had my giant soul crushing breakup in my 20s yet so because of that i still live in this fantasy world of how things work in relationships so mm-hmm. i haven't done the therapy i haven't done the work because i haven't needed to because i haven't had my heart broken also so he seems really dumb does that he work seems, he's i mean but also having lived in portland oregon uh-huh. it, He's he stands out, so he hasn't had to try hard. I'm assuming in anything. Wow. Stands out. Like how? Anything. What do you mean? Stand, what do I mean? I don't Chris, understand. Do you want to weigh in on this? Uh, Portland's very white. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's what I. Th- okay, I was like, I was like, what? People ugly in Portland? What's going on? You know, no. it's like uh, he, he stands he's, out he's a black he's, man in Portland. I get it. Yeah, now. it's he's like a- people are on the dating apps and they're swiping through Brooks Brothers catalogs to finally pop up on Brandon every now and then. Now Brooks well, Brothers right. is what? <laughs> what are Brooks? Who are the Brooks Brothers? Are they? Are you being your- for real or is this a bit? This isn't a bit. Are they the property brothers out there? What's the deal? Oh, Brooks Brothers is like a hella like preppy clothing store. Oh, sounds awful. Oh, you really didn't know what Brooks Brothers was? No, the why you think I am Canadian? I didn't know it was an American thing. Okay, I mean I don't know if it's American, but I I mean yeah, Portland, Oregon is is a lot of white women that want to taste the wonders of 
of, of interracial wow. dating. Okay. And so, you know, he looks, <laughs> he's light him. skinned. <laughs> he, he has chiseled face. He's tall, skinny. They're probably just yeah. like, I, I could start about here. Yeah. You know, it's very alarming. Portland I'll- and Seattle are two places where white women either posted a black square or like, you know what? I will go out with Jamal. You know uh, what? I'm gonna show. Yeah. I'm gonna actually call him Jamel a few times. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, well, wild. First, it's speaking truly of uh, wild. speaking of being in Seattle, how's your white girlfriend? And uh, <laughs> God, I love you very much, and I'm happy for you. She seems great. Uh, I didn't. I'm not saying that to be a backpedaling, but I honestly didn't want to be like, here's a punchline about your girlfriend, but also like, I you guys are very happy. It's very nice. <laughs> Um, but also, you know she what I realized? Listen, <laughs> she doesn't listen. Okay, what's happening? Oh, I almost said her name. I don't want to say her name on here in case you don't want to say her name. Um, so uh, I noticed the other night that um, the reason that he strikes me as so dumb and like unredeemably dumb is that. Um, okay, okay. This is. Have you guys seen The Good Place? Yes. Okay. Yes. What's his face? Manny Jacinto's character, Jason. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Jacksonville guy. The Jacksonville yeah. guy. Yeah. Brandon speaks like he's trying to do a bad impression of Jason, but also a bad impression of Jason trying to be smooth, listening to like the interludes of like boys, uh, boys to men, B2K stuff. Um. I can see that 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 comparison of him trying to speak like the character Jason is very funny. Well, it's it's literally all I kept thinking, like when I was watching, the only thing that got me out of my phone because I could I did not. I don't care about Brad. I don't care. Mm-hmm. The moment he showed up on a bed, his intro was they wheeled him in on a bed. He had sneakers on the bed. And I was like, OK, first of all, I get that you're on a street or whatever, but like get your sneakers off the bed. You can put them on after like who fucking cares? Um, that bothered me. But then he was like, Michelle, why don't you get in the bed? And I want to, sh- girl, I want to show you what life is going to be like every day waking up to me. And he's talking like, hey, I also watched Omarion's uh, videos when they were on, uh, uh, you know, TV and stuff. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I recognize that 112's Peaches and Creams uh, it was a hit and the follow up single was a ballad and was not worth our time. But some people liked it and you might be that one person. So. I understand what you're trying to do. It is not working in this day and age, and you sound stupid as hell. Uh, it's so bad. I, he's always very much frustrated me, but luckily, not as much as Peter. So uh, I could not care about Brandon. Was right. he nice? <laughs> I didn't get to talk to anybody. No, of um, course. Um, but they brought him out, and they brought uh-huh. him out. But you know, they showed. So the audience got to see like two hours of like reels and, and, you know, updates and stuff like that before they went live. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and I don't know if the audience had seen it or not because they were paid actors, you know? Right. Um, but they were invested. The clips were really good at, you Mm -hmm. know, like building the story and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the breakup, I, I know for another fact that, Mm um, again, the producers that I get to speak to, Mm. she was very distraught over their breakup. She was like, this was the hardest one we had to witness. Look how sad. My eyes can't roll any harder. They can't. Well, even, even the host Caitlin was like, I took a photo of you 
when right Creepy after, move. did you see that, that part? The so breakup, weird. yeah. So and then they, so they zoomed in so hard that it was so pixelated. It was so <laughs> pixelated. <laughs> What are you going to call this picture? Sad Brandon at the beach? Like, fucking who cares? I mean, I don't know if that was written or if that was Caitlin's. Like, I want to do a thing. Please. Can I? You know, because it's like, is is that Caitlin shooting a shot? No, Caitlin's happily engaged at the moment. Oh, good. Great. Yeah. With Jason Tardick, a person that I was rooting for on Becca's season. Anyway, uh, is his last name Tardick? No, I think I might be wrong. Anyway, Jason's great. And I hope they're happy. He's a nice guy. Um, point is, he worked in the same building I used to work in. Um, oh. I don't. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I, I, I no. so I'm so happy you said something because the only thing that came to mind would have been absolutely awful to say, and I'm not going to say it now. And, and it was y'all literally... responded the same way like when two parents uh... are driving and their kids in the back and the kid is like sometimes cows are brown and the parents are like yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so anyways i don't know what we're gonna get richard for christmas like it was just like okay <laughs> i let the kids say their shit uh-huh. uh all right well, well fuck mean, y'all uh so uh, i mean did you meet him uh i like rode an elevator with him and did you like fist bump or something? No, nah, because his Becca season was the first season I started watching. So I wasn't the fan of the franchise that I okay. am now. So okay. I was just well, he was like, on Becca season. I looked at him. I was like, why does this white man look similar? I mean, familiar. Oh, familiar. And then okay. when I got off similar, the elevator, I was like, yes. yeah, similar does definitely work. <laughs> Let's be real. A lot of them look alike. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Every of these and all of these live shows or recaps or people, why are they? Is it still a trend uh, for men to not wear socks with suits? None oh, of them are I wearing socks. I don't know. I don't know. I think they show up in LA and they go, okay, that seems about what people are doing here, yeah. right? So what it is, what it is, I'll explain. When oh, I for, when I graduated college and I moved out to Seattle over seven years ago, I thought, you know what? I'm an adult now. I should do like adult things. So what do adults do? Subscribe to a magazine. So I got a subscription to GQ. And I'll never forget within my first year of getting it, there was one article that the stylist, the guy who's their stylist, he always does like this column. He's like, here's all the trends and shit. And one of them was don't wear socks with your dress shoes. That's the new look. And oh, you'll be a pioneer in fashion. And I think with men, because men, typically think oh you shouldn't be up to date on fashion because you're, you're a man who you know you shouldn't worry about so because of that they don't keep up to date like by the time they hear something's quote-unquote fashionable fashionable they cling on to it and really hold on to it and then they don't get the memo that it's gone out of style mm-hmm. so that's why we're still seeing men not wearing socks with their dress shoes because someone told us seven years ago man that it was I, the move i uh I like dressing comfortably and socks between the fabric of the inside of my shoes. Pretty necessary for my comfort. So I will never understand (laughs) how anybody's like these leather dress shoes that I'm going to be encasing my bare feet in. uh, The feet aren't there. They're not. They're not. They're they're what what you don't see is they're going. What women do is where you wear like a, a little ballet Oh, the no-show socks. Yeah. Yeah, but like tiny, tiny ankle ones where it's just it's basically just covering your toes. That also sounds awful. 
Yeah, they, yeah. it's not comfortable. I, I just, it feels like a slingshot when you take out your, your take your foot out of your shoe. <laughs> yeah, it's like a thong for your foot, basically. <laughs> so they can't see the yeah. or whatever. In college, all of the guys who were in frats, uh, when they would wear sparies, because that was at least in the south, if they're in a frat, sparies mm-hmm. are like the boat like shoes or what you wear. Oh. Yeah. But the thing is that you don't wear socks with your boat shoes. So no. I think that, that you're that, on a boat it, and there's water. So if there was a Pokemon evolution, it would be not not wearing socks with your boat shoes, even though you're not on a boat because you're in a frat, uh, to now wearing a suit and not wearing okay. socks. I can get behind that. I once truly dated a man because he looked good in boat shoes and he would roll <laughs> up the cuff of it. He was in Portland. He was a white man and he uh-huh. rolled up the, his and he wanted to live in a houseboat. So we started dressing like it. And oh, I wow. thought that was oh. hot. Oh, it okay. didn't end well. <laughs> no yeah, one man who wears boat shoes art. outside of a boat is a good person yeah. yeah and i say this as someone who i because i was in a frat in college and i was trying to blend hey with chris the this is the first so, i'm hearing of, about you being in a frat in college <laughs> have i brought it up before no you were just talking about it <laughs> no i said i didn't say that i was explicitly in one i said oh, when okay. i was in college and well then you've friends. definitely brought oh it up. maybe you should start listening better mike did you ever think about that <laughs> you ever think about that it's christmas in your christopher. face christopher Anyways. it's christmas he's gonna Mikey. get his frat boys on your ass <laughs> christopher come on it's christmas this is my new bit now <laughs> Uh, so what do you guys think of Nate then? Because all I have I to go off him. of is what all of my female coworkers did not mm. like him. And Twitter seemed to not like him either. It's because so, he looks like a fuck boy, but he's got a heart of gold and they can't compute that looks aren't everything. OK, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love Nate. I love Nate. What are you about but, to say? You better not hurt me, buddy. But uh, I'm going to do what I want, Mike. Don't Key, hurt me, sweetie, baby, honey, my lover. There it is. Uh, so, <laughs> Nate, I love Nate, uh, but he definitely he yes he does look like a fuck. He boy. looks like, like he, such a fuck boy. He, he looks like someone who's gonna ruin your life. Like, yes, yes, he does look like that. But what I will say is, like from week one, there's been several there's several moments on this show so that nice. if someone's low key evil, it comes out. Like it oh, yeah. will come out. Yeah. There's been several moments where it could have came out and it didn't. Um, and instead, two, other stuff came out, which is just greatness. And, you know, when he was when that Jamie stuff happened and he addressed the room instead of anybody in particular, when um, Chris S was talking about the viewers and he was like, the viewers, fuck the viewers. We're here for Michelle, you know, like that thing. Um, right. A lot of different stuff. Yeah. So with Nate. Like what what I will admit, as much as I love him, there was a moment where uh, Michelle was like it was I think it was like the fantasy suites or something, hometowns, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, there was a moment where Michelle was basically wanting Nate to be like, hey, I am falling in love with you or I'm in love with you because like every other guy did that. Uh-huh. So she was just needing to know, like, is it safe if I continue to emotionally invest in this person? Mm-hmm. And for Nate. He his family is not emotional at all. They don't express their emotions. He's so like because he loves his stepdad live on TV for like the first yeah time. for the first time. So like, and it was beautiful. that's that shit that don't obviously need to unpack in therapy yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But because of that, he's not great 
at expressing himself emotionally. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, he he fucked up big time because the way he was trying to communicate and respond to Michelle was very, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't add a lot of security. It was very no. much like, it, it, like if I was Michelle, I would think, oh, maybe this man doesn't feel the way I feel about him. Mm-hmm. But in my personal opinion, like there's a huge difference between someone who will not communicate emotions because they don't feel that way and they refuse to versus someone who doesn't know how, but week over week is actively trying to get better at it because mm. you're, you're important to them and they recognize that's a need for you and they're trying their best mm-hmm. to communicate to that. So because of that, people don't like Nate because he needs that work to get better at. Whereas Brandon was just saying all of the buzzwords and all Brandon of the flashy was just shit. over yeah. the top nonstop. The thing about Nate is there were moments where he was openly just like, you know, when they were on that, that one-on-one that Michelle's friends came on and he was like, Oh yeah, I'm crazy about you. She's like, he's, she's like head over heels. Huh? And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm crazy about you. It's like, that's huge. Like, right. Like for him to say any, like he is, He's not a closed off person. It's just that I I felt like when she picked him, you could see a weight drop from his shoulders in that mm-hmm. one clip. First of all, he is beaming. He is so fucking happy. You can see him get physically lighter mm-hmm. when you see that he's realizing that she is saying that she loves him and wants to be with him. And I think that the reason that he'd been pulling back or wasn't totally, you know, forthcoming about all of his feelings, it's the show, man. It's an insane premise. She insane is literally premise. she's literally saying that she's in love with two guys. And he's like, this is going to hurt if it's not me, because I also mm. am in love with her. But I, I, I if I say it out loud, it only gets bigger. You know what I mean? I will yeah. say when she that, said that it, said, beaming, man beaming oh that said God. i will say i firm as much as i like nate and i feel like people are being hard on him uh-huh. i will say he's definitely not ready for an engagement like he's uh, not ready for that he's ready he's for ready a long engagement a, he's ready to yeah. be in a serious relationship but like yes it would have to be in a, a long engagement so then they have the time mm-hmm. but i will say i strongly disagree with the fact that this show has to end in an engagement. Oh, I like, agree. That's insane. That's that's so fucked. Like, that's why when people are like, oh, he's not ready. No one should be ready to no, get engaged after eight or nine weeks. That's why we married at first sight. You Which, know, by the way, okay, we have to discuss this. Hold on a second. Did I talk about this on Hunk or no? About the Australian. Yeah, I love uh, this show, but I haven't seen what you saw. Okay, okay. Married at first sight, Australia. Great have show. you seen it? You haven't seen it? Oh, I, I talked about one. this on the show. Okay. Yeah, but keep okay, going. Good. I mean, talk about it here on your podcast. It, oh, all I'm, all I'm saying is I've mentioned this here a bunch, but Married at First Sight Australia season eight, the best reality view TV viewing experience I've ever had in my life. And I am going to rewatch it. It is. It, I am going to rewatch it. It's coming up on a year since I've seen it. There's a new season coming in February. I've got nothing else to watch. I just finished Parks and Recreation while I'm working on work and uh, it's on in the background and i'm gonna watch married at first sight australia season eight again it's i love it 32 after, episodes after being two hours on, each after being on hunk with you i told my boyfriend i was like i was like dude 
we got I'm like apparently there's Merit at First Sight Australia that's it's fucking insane. wild. We gotta I have to watch send you it. A link. I have to send you Please. A link. Because it's- I oh god, that last season. I I love the premise of that show. And I love I will- it too. It's batshit insane. And I, I hated it. the last American season because oh, of a lot of reasons. Chris? Yes. Oh, and I heard this latest season, the American version, uh-huh. fucking bananas. I, I can't. What's what was the season with the gal who was the virgin? Um that was like that was 2020. I don't remember that at um, all. That was that was a great that was I'll send you a link to that one. There was um, a there was also the unmatchables, Mia Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jackson and I were talking about watching The Unmatchables, which is a Married at First Sight spinoff. All the people that they couldn't match with anybody because they're awful. And I was like, Mia, I can't find it anywhere. I can't download it anywhere. And she's like, it's insane. You have to watch it with me. I'm like, I can't. She's like, Mike, I swear to God, just buy it on iTunes. I'm like, I'm not buying anything on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> and she sent me 20 bucks. She's like, you buy the shit on iTunes right now. I need to talk to somebody about it. And so we need to get Mia back on here because that was an insane idea. Like we we went through it week after week and it was awful, but perfect. It's, I mean, truly. And I, I as a I mean, I'm a woman and I'm a woman in my 30s. Right. Um, I I have a uh, significant other now, but mm-hmm. this was a rekindle. We were we were fuck buddies in our 20s. Didn't talk for six years and then rekindled. Uh, right. over COVID, over COVID. Oh my God, I love this story. I love this story. It's a, it's a big story. Yeah, I wrote a one-woman show about it. Anyways, um, so they- What's the show called? Call, they, tell the name. Sorry, it's called know. National Text Your Ex Day. Ooh, that's oh. fun. Yeah, hey. um, more to come with that. But oh, yeah. um, I truly was at, like, you get to this point, I don't know any, I, don't, mm. I know- Mike, I don't know your love life. Chris, I just found out you have a girlfriend. Great. Cool. I'm, um, I also have a girlfriend and she's wonderful. Beautiful. Great. Everybody's booed up on this zone. But you get to that point where I was like, I, I mean, I truly wholeheartedly put an application in for love is blind and truly wanted to be on it after the first season. Cause mm-hmm. there's something about like, I think what America forgets is mm-hmm. that, this is kind of real, you know, like it, it's an it's an outrageous premise. It's an outrageous opportunity, but it is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it is nice when, you know, I think the drama is weeding out those mm-hmm. people who are here truly for the wrong reasons. And then any of these dating reality shows, that's the line that you hear the most. Like you're here for the wrong reasons. You're not, you know, even fuck boy Island, yeah. you know, made a yeah. whole premise about it. Insane. But it, there is, oh, I will man. admit that there is like a part of you when you like want something that you've can't get mm-hmm. or like not can't get, but have been striking out with in mm-hmm. reality. And then you're like, well, maybe someone else should just fucking put some in front of me. I look, so, I get yeah. it. I applied to be on Katie's season of The Bachelorette because I thought she was great on Matt James's season. Come to find out. Oh, boy. Wow, we a friend <laughs> told me they were gonna nominate me and they never did. And I'm glad. <laughs> uh, I uh, I glad. also earnestly back in the day, probably like 2016, applied to be on Are You the One? Uh, because I also thought it would be hilarious to you know how they do those intros on the beach where it's just like a line of babes and a line of hunks. Yeah. And then they got the camera panning from hunk to hunk to hunk to hunk. And then I thought it'd be funny if it was like hunk, hunk, just 
air and then another hunk and then come back to the air and pan down to me because I'm shorter than everybody. But I'm like shirtless rubbing my belly like one of you likes this and it would be an easy, perfect match. Um, it'd be a great <laughs> show just the- turns into that. My, fun, my, obviously, my, they were like, no, thank you. <laughs> Why would they want that? My girlfriend, one, one of her best friends uh, was approached by one of the recru- the casting people for Love is Blind for the new season. Ooh. And he was at first he was seeing someone at the time. He was just like, awesome. Come on, like a reality show. What? That's crazy. And then they broke things off. And the day after they broke things off, he was like, all right, fuck it. So he heads up the casting person, got interviewed and then got sent a contract and he signed it. So now he has to wait. So basically they like send the contracts out to people, but then after that, they then dwindle down to who actually goes on the show. So he's just waiting to hear back from Netflix on if he's going to be on this new season. Hey, well, best of luck. Is he a good dude? Uh, uh, Yeah, he's a good dude. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on. Hold on. Oh yeah, he doesn't want to give anything away because I know I think I know who it is. No, he's he's a good dude and he's a therapist. That's his job too. Uh, I think I think I that's what his is. job Never is. Mind. I thought it was uh, the reason why I reacted like that is because like I'm, I barely know him, so I don't want it to sound like I know this guy really well. Uh, <laughs> but like he's my girlfriend's best friend, and my girlfriend wouldn't be best friends with a monster. So right. like uh, that, Fair I assessment. just don't I just don't know him well. But uh, I've met him a couple times and he's a great dude. Uh, well, well, that's exciting about that. I mean, I hope he gets it. He probably might because he's a therapist. They, they need those little angles. I yeah. like that. I do like but also that. at the same time, I feel like uh, reality shows don't want people who have like a therapist background because they know they're going to know the game. rationally yeah. and be able to process shit. I, I don't know. I'm friends with a couple of therapists and they're worse. <laughs> they're bad. They're yeah, not, man. They're not a, well, <laughs> my therapist will interrupt me while I'm telling her something that is like very, very upsetting to me about my family. And she'd be like, look, I don't want I don't want to tell you how to do your thing, but this is hilarious. You should try this in your act. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> your mom is hilarious. What's her deal? <laughs> What's like, her deal? Well, and you're like, I'm scarred. <laughs> yeah, ter- terribly. If he makes it on the show, I'll talk more about him. But at least to my knowledge, he's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, and I if he gets on the show, I am going to cling on to him because I'm like, I need to be I need to know all of the mess. I need I to know. All you better get your friendship in now. You better ah. start now. <laughs> so it looks organic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm writing. I'm going to write on my girlfriend's coattails who is going to be writing on his coattails. So it's just going to be like, hopefully, hopefully he can get a plus one plus one. <laughs> Ding dong. Tight. So the finale. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to know your opinion on Nate because I, I mean, the People clips that they like showed him. were, I mean, her family does not approve. They didn't like him. They kind of grill his mom really grilled him. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, and, and I think that's going back to what you said about like the showmanship and the, you know, he's probably nervous and stuff like that yeah. because he really didn't speak at all or eloquently, you know, when they were saying these questions, but also you're meeting someone's parents. It's very awkward. This someone you love for real. Like it's yeah. right. It's, it's so first of all, meeting someone's parents, unless you're me, which it's, it's so easy to meet someone's parents. It's so much fun. I love doing it. Um, <laughs> no, but genuinely you're meeting someone's parents for the first time. You're in love with this person. You're like, these could be my literal in-laws and I want to make a great first impression. And then you get there and you're like, 
I have to question every decision I'm making at the moment right now at the same time. Right. And then also and be a regular you have to think meeting. about this isn't a regular meeting, the in-laws kind of meeting. Nah. This is a because like when you're regular me- meeting in-laws, you're making jokes and you're just like getting to know the fun side of each other. Whereas on this show, they're purposely asking the tough questions of like, have you said I love you? Why haven't you said that? Do you think are you, you gonna move to Minnesota? Yeah, yeah. right. Like, so yeah. And that's they not- know. They know. Oh, go ahead. They go know ahead. that they're meet. They know that they're meeting the other guy. You know, you're in yes. direct competition now with exactly. parents, exactly. right? And Brandon so has fun. also done a lot of shit where, like, it seems like he's making romantic gestures because he cares about Michelle. But in my opinion, it's him doing that shit because he knows it's him versus another guy. So Brandon it's like, to me, sucks. it screams like I'm gonna do these abundant gestures to show that I'm more deserving than this guy when it's like, no, you should be doing that shit. Cause that's just who you like, you want to do that. I mean, even in, in terms um, of abundant gestures, like. I just, I hated the performativeness of it. Like the letter, easy, my dog's here. Um, the letter was upsetting the um, him asking his, him asking her parents for her hand in marriage. The moment he meets them is insane especially if he's like well if i make it to the final two i have to meet them again like i don't know there was so much about him that i was like the letter was psychotic and like honestly i need to find a copy of it 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 was psychotic and truly wow so this was part where like i said before i don't get to i can't quite hear everything you know where Mm -hmm. like i have to walk away for stuff and so they were showing all the clips um and then i they must, I must've missed the transition. I thought that Nate sent the letter and I was anti Nate oh because I God. thought he, because of that letter specifically, cause it was no. so chaotic. Mm-hmm. And now knowing that it wasn't him, I was like, Oh, okay. I thought but- it was fucked up that they made him do voiceover for his fucking letters. That was wild. <laughs> yeah. That was insane. That was wild. Why can't probably- I find the transcript of the letter? They probably were like, you have to read this. <laughs> I, mean, I, I bet he was like, is there a way that I can like I can get I want I want it to like sound exactly how I need it to. It was like I once dated a man like six years older than me. I was 19. He was 26, which is crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. At the time. And like he would write letters like that, but he was dyslexic and the, it would be very weird. And like, and it was all that showmanship because it was, you know, it's all emotional um, trauma or not trauma. And then you guys got back together over COVID, right? I'm making it very very obvious. Are you safe? What's that? Uh, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Call back to another podcast. (laughs) I'm really obsessed with this handsome. I know. But Check it, out it, Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, it, 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 to me, I mean, you know, I don't know. Letters are sweet. If if my boyfriend wrote me a letter, I would feel good about it. But if it was like that long and that buzzwordy and that oh my god, like repetitive, it was right. just it was the same thing for two pages. Like, I, I know I said this yesterday. Completely turned off. Yeah. Yeah. Slide well, the way she was reading door, it. Oh my God. It was like propped up against the door. And like she sees it and she sits down with it. She looks right down the barrel at the camera, like, you seen this? Yep. And then sits down and reads it. And she's reading it. And someone's like, sit down for about two and a half minutes. That's how long it took the to read. Brandon, um, Brandon's just got a v- voiceover. 
And Michelle, Michelle's kind of like, um, well, I don't. Do I hold it? So, mm-hmm. and I... she, and it's like, what is it? It's like two and a half pages. It's one page double sided with another page. Like, I right. don't know. I thought it was insane as a move to do that whatsoever, but then to also be like, all these declarations of. I thought, I genuinely, when it started, was like, oh, Brandon's bowing out. I thought it started out like, yes. I love you, but I'm so conf- like, I don't know if this is I thought he was leaving. Yes, I thought that. So when I thought it was Nate, I thought it was truly Nate being like, I can't compete kind of thing. Mm. But it wasn't Nate who wrote it. But no. then I was like, OK, well, if it's the other dude, then this is a goodbye letter. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it was that wild. It wasn't. It, um, it just to me it's like because everyone was just clinging on to like he's just so romantic and sweet and all that and it's like I just don't I don't understand why people can't take a step back and look at the bigger picture of like this I mean, is love picture themselves on the other end of that like if you're on the receiving end of that much like you gotta be like hey uh think about it for a second that would be grating that would mm-hmm. be insane hey. You'd have to be like, first of all, the more that kind of stuff happens, the more that puts a pressure on the other person to be like, well, I'm I'm not giving as much as he is. I don't think you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. That's a weird feeling. The pressure Uh, is, oh, my God, if I break up with them, they're going to kill themselves. Right. Which also, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. But that's how it feels receiving it from someone's opinion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. okay, so I would also say, like, it's also fuck, what was what was the thought I had? Um never mind. It it, it left my I got distracted by killing <laughs> Yeah, don't kill yourself. Uh I think okay, hold on. I think I was gonna say, like, with Brandon doing all of these gestures, I think to me it's just very much like Fuck, I can't remember. All right, move on. I can't remember. I think, what I was I think his, thought there. I truly think that his his tears were real because uh-huh. there were audience members crying, like legitimately right. crying. I know they're paid actors, but they weren't on camera at the time. There was people truly emotional about this. Makes sense. Um, and I think that him crying did seem real. You know, okay. also, I was like, why are you when he kept wiping his eyes with the, or his mouth of the inside? I was like, take your fucking hanky out. That's why you got yeah, it. What are we what are we doing? But the pocket here? square is, 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 is placed just so. Yeah, it's mean? decorative. <laughs> it's not for use. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. That it's it was wild use. that he was doing it. But All I right. think I think it hit him that I didn't think he thought he was going to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this he was really also thought months he had later. it in the bag. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. Brandon, to me, has can I get a hug energy? But he's just Whoa. like, he doesn't look like a where's my hug at kind of guy. Because like the way he does all of the love bombing is kind of like where's my hug at ish. But where's he just hug? doesn't look like a where's my hug at kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're all okay with it. Mm. Nah, I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with that, but you get my I don't point. Think, I think so. Where's my hug at? I mean, yeah. circle no, on. No, no, I, I had nothing else to say. I was just going to install Brandon some more, um, which can wait. Well, we, I'm still going on, too, of like the coming from a perspective of having not seen all the details of mm-hmm. the full season and mm-hmm. just seeing clips, you know, 
highlights majority is that it th- he wasn't portrayed as a fuck boy. He wasn't portrayed as a love bomb. Like they didn't, although he was doing that, and I'm happy you guys are picking up on that. Right, absolutely. It didn't, it didn't I think majority of people didn't didn't pick up on that. And I'm wondering why. That's because the show was packaging it as like this is romance. Right. This is yeah. courtship. That's what it, like Brandon on his second time talking to Michelle was like said a line like I can't think right now. I'm just taking you in because I want to remember every detail for when I go to sleep in my dreams. You know what I mean? And I'm like, shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it, yeah. it's what like, hey, man, I get being cute and shit, but that's like insane. That's insane. Yeah. Well, so last season, last season when Katie was the bachelorette, there's this guy, Greg, who like right out of the gate, Mike and I were like, something's off about this guy. (laughs) You can't even. (laughs) Greg sucked. And like, and there was clear signs like throughout the season of like, this guy's all show. Like he's not like he's and like there were rumors came out that he was fucking manipulative as shit and very toxic to all of his exes very controlling but everyone refused to believe because he just seemed so sweet on camera and there was like a couple moments where he showed emotion and because of that if you hated on like i remember i tweeted shit about greg and then someone tweeted at me saying you just don't you just haven't seen a man be open with his emotions and it shows and it's like First of all, I'm a cancer who listens to Drake a lot. All I am is a bag of emotions. Okay. Joanne, uh, Chris has done this several times on the podcast. <laughs> and I'll do it several times more. All right. I'm a I'm cancer, Taurus, moon, uh, and then a uh, cancer rising. All right. I'm just a oh, yeah, You are a sea of sad. <laughs> I have mine right here, by the way. Yes, I am. Uh, so I'm well aware. I'm well in key with my emotions. And I love expressing emotions, uh, as you can tell by my chart. Uh, but, I'm a Taurus and with a Pisces moon. Taurus game. Uh, okay, but, you look, you're a little stubborn with a little but Pisces is a little emotional, too. I'm super mm-hmm. emotional, but I love. Oh, I'm so I'm emotional about how badly I want everything to go good for everybody. <laughs> but uh, so like just like people just and then when greg at the very end of the season like gaslit the fuck out of katie um right and- joanne do you have any context for this have you seen katie's season no or no okay okay uh well, greg well i mean there's clips online but it's also I mean, I, like it's wild i love i i love getting angry over a bit of, of the gaslight gaslighter let's get it so chris <laughs> go ahead so basically it came out and then for a lot of people like oh how did I not see this coming? It's like all of the signs were fucking there. It's just, and this is a human thing, no matter your gender, your background, mm-hmm. uh, your sexual orientation, whatever. We choose to ignore red flags when we want to fuck the person, period. And oh, I think when, that's just what it is. Like People, the person. Like, yeah. I think it's, I mean, I think it's always that, I think it's a self-inflicting wound when you mm. choose red flags because for me years of doing that was wanting to change the person. Like I know mm-hmm. it's cliche, but really just being mm-hmm. like, I'm different though. You treat them that way, but you don't mm-hmm. treat me that way. Mm-hmm. And even if I see that you're treating me this way, I know that you don't mean it as much as you right. mean it wow. with the other ones. Like it's, it's truly a, a self inflicted. It's your, it's your own shit. You have to deal with. That's a right. projection of accepting other people's red flags. Right. Oof. Right. 
And I think that's just what it is with, with Brandon. People are kind of ignoring the little bits because of, uh, and like, I don't want to make a broad like generalization. Like maybe I, it's because people don't have an experience. Someone showing that level of emotional verbal validation that they immediately assume this is the ideal man. Mm-hmm. When in my personal opinion, it's like I've dated people who have given constant emotional, emotional verbal like validation, but alongside that came a lot of controlling behavior. So for me, that's why I'm like, I'm not saying everybody who is verbally that validating, I'm not saying everyone who does that is bad, but to me, that's why I take a step back and I'm like, hold on, let's look at the big picture. Because once again, just like you said, it's all about personal experiences and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But also that's emotional abuse. I mean, it is mm-hmm. that control aspect of, mm-hmm. of the love bombing and the letters mm-hmm. and stuff. It's right. It's that... I love you so much. How dare you you do wrong by me in whatever mm-hmm. capacity that may be? Or like, how dare you doubt my love for you? I've already proclaimed it so much. Like mm-hmm. my right. actions shouldn't speak to the fact that I have said it so many times and declared it so sweetly and professed it, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I will say all- I also called Greg right out of the limo, by the way. Piece of shit, Greg, out of the limo. I'm actually pretty good at calling shit in this show, actually. So I'm really uh- <laughs> but I will say also Brandon like on uh, does these sneak disses like where he's just like basically low key like to either Michelle or to Nate to his face being like how could you be into Nate when I'm I'm being so good to you I'm giving you such validation this and that and it's like bro hey, like man. you can't you can't like don't be bitter like that like you but also like brandon you have done that in intimate moments with michelle and also been loud about it what if nate's just been in those moments Mm -hmm. you don't know shit so it's literally he's the fact that he's putting so much on the the outer side of things on like the performance elements of it that ends up being for other people i just i can get behind brandon and so many people are so into brandon i think it's insane and if they ever even think about pulling the trigger about having Brandon as the bachelor, uh, who would ever watch? Did they, did you see? I'd sooner who... watch Peter, by the way. I would sooner they watch chose. Peter as bachelor. They did. <laughs> and it sucks. It Dude, sucks. Twitter's upset about it. And everyone Everybody's else is upset. upset They're like, it. why? Why yeah. that yeah. guy? Everybody's okay, upset so about it. And that's why you... Michelle and Nate got a down payment on a house. <laughs> Do you know that section of the finale where they had Clayton sit oh and like read the mean tweets? Yeah. Were those were real, real tweets or were those tweets that they low-key wrote themselves and then had them read? No, they were real. They were, it was someone's job to scroll through Twitter and and fucking load it up. It was I, cruel. It was I, cruel. I mean, I don't know the guy and I'm not mm-hmm. here nor there about it, but I was like, I said, I like, yeah, because you're about to wrap. So I'm like getting, getting, you know, my crew a- in order, what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a second, what part are they on? And I'm looking through this and I was like, oh my God, wait, they're really reading that? Because mm-hmm. backstage, some one of uh, my coworkers was scrolling on Twitter because of the mask thing. And uh-huh. so right. the people there were like, there are any live show. There's mm-hmm. a, a team of people monitoring social media. Of course. Mm-hmm. Which is wild. I'll say that Clayton, if you have no context for who he is, he's a big brick of bland white meat. 
that's all you got, dude, know. and that's all that's all he. Brings it's literally to it. There's there's like I I don't think he's charming in the way that the show is trying to sell him as, but the previews for his season that give way too much away, like the time he's like, has anybody taken a rose back? You know that part. <laughs> That was hilarious, and that makes me excited to watch. And I wasn't originally going to watch the season. I was going to take a break from the season. Chris thinks I'm joking because uh, I, I, because it would mean not doing the podcast. I would do the podcast. I would just have you tell me about it, and I'd be like, "And who's that again?" Because I would not want to watch the season. <laughs> and then the preview of from the Mentel All gave times. everything away. The several from the times during paradise, you lying, you lying little bitch. So several times during paradise, you were like, "I don't like paradise. I'm not even gonna finish watching this." And I'm like, "Okay, I guess we're just gonna put the podcast." It was on the. Pause. It was and the, then, I, I, the I, I, podcast. I, I, you will get your turn. You will get your turn. So then I was like, "Yeah, I guess the podcast is gonna go on break. I'll just get some time back in my week." Uh, that's you know it's whatever and then a couple days later i get a text from mike who said that he was no longer watching goes hey who are we getting in the pod next week did you watch the episode i'm like oh hmm. i'm back on board okay let's be honest, the i was not, on board. I, was not okay. on board I do not want to disappoint my co-host chris mahia oh my, uh, my, don't my, put this my, on my me honey baby, don't put this on me sweetie, no, my lover. no no sweetie honey my lover no you're not no Sweet. No, <laughs> you put your little hands away. <laughs> the audience doesn't know I have tiny hands. You little tickle monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I have got tiny hands on my pinkies, like those dumb little. <laughs> you know when? Anyway, point is, I, um, so I the wasn't. Point is, watch. you kept watching because you have a horrible addiction to this franchise, just like the rest of us. I, I'll tell you what, I do, I do not as much as you think. I love certain things about the show. Paradise doesn't scratch that itch, but I wasn't going to watch Clayton season until. The preview, and then also, uh, this here's a quick plug: San Francisco. If it's still happening, which it's so far, it's gonna be uh, January 14th to the 17th. I'm there, but I'm also gonna be on. Will you accept this rose? Our Marines podcast about the Bachelor, and so I have to watch Clayton season, baby. And who else is on there? You got Doug Benson, Marilyn Rice Cub, Carl Tart, Paget Brewster. Ard Marine and this fucking dummy, me, yeah. Mike Carosa, and it I get to scream so about happy. the show that you would not want to do a podcast with your dear friend if it meant watching this show but yeah you'll do it for some other random people okay all right no no you know i'm sorry i'm sorry now i know where i stand now i know where i stand mike oh you're gonna mikey me huh yes how awkward is it to watch us fight, Joanne? <laughs> I didn't do it. I was about to go grab some popcorn. Uh, I, I will say this. The preview sold me on the fucking season because I want to see what a mess it is. We're having the, a blaze. The girls look like a mess. Yeah, that's perfect. I think yeah. they saw Victoria on Mac James's season and were like, what have we been doing? I think the show's integrity is done. Let's bring in six of them and make well, the show like that for the first bit. It's yeah. funny because when the show is messy and everyone's on the on the show is a mess, Bachelor Nation complains being like, this is just becoming too much about drama. It's not about the romance anymore. And then when the show actually becomes about the romance, because they like, for example, Claire Crawley was the Bachelorette. She was a fucking mess. And yes. she leaves the show because after like week three, she's like, I found my man. I want to get engaged. Damn I don't care about everyone else. So she leaves. Uh, and then Taisha, who's the black co-host uh, from the Mentel All, she goes on and like 
on her part of the season, like it was like one of the best groups of men. Like they were all like mm-hmm. older and like more mature and there was less drama and actually became focused on like developing relationships. And yeah. people were like, oh, it's boring. boring. Like I'm not watching anymore because it got boring. And we are all just lying to ourselves where it's like, we want to watch this show for the romance. No, we are messy bitches who want to see some tea and we want some gossip and we want the drama and that's okay to want that. I'm a messy bitch who loves to see drama and wants tea being spilled. I love, I eat that shit like catnip. I, I love it can't so much. wait for all the garbage that's about to happen. Mm. I'm so excited. Do you know why I love Married at First Sight Australia season eight? It's because messy. from night one, it is a nightmare. It is a train wreck of a ride. It is fucked. And it's two hours an episode. And you're like, who the fuck decided this? Why is it airing four times a week in Australia? And you realize it's because they fucking get it. They dig their heels in and they say, you know what? Love can be real. But you know what we love more than love is all of this fucked up garbage. And that is perfect. They dig their heels in. They go, guess what? We've got absolute psychopaths that we've paired together. And also one cute couple that you're going to be rooting for. So enjoy the show. I think I think the drama is good when there's structure to it. You know, like these Mm. shows have structure to it. Jersey Shore didn't have a structure and therefore you were addicted with the drama the first season, Mm. tolerated it the sex, the second season. And then you're like, I'm over this, you know, and now everyone and they all had to go to rehab, I'm assuming. Mm. But like the. It, it, it works or jail when there's in one structure. Case. <laughs> yeah, a couple of them. Right? Tax evasion. <laughs> Mike went to jail for tax evasion. Love that for him. The situation. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, his abs were disgusting, by the way. They look like they were, were they look like they were a problem. Not a situation on a that problem. Show, anybody on that show attractive at all? Because I didn't get it. Vinny looked like an old man when he was 20. Polly was Polly, you know what? Paul, I take it back. Polly was pretty great. <laughs> I was just gonna say that you and Polly look like you could be cousins. <laughs> and that's t- why you want. <laughs> I, oh, you know really? what? Paul, well, I was gonna say before you said. <laughs> uh, oh, before I said it. Okay. Polly, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> he seems fun and also is, uh, you know, he's a cute looking man. But uh, he has, well, he had, yeah, he had like his head on his shoulders the most out of any of them. Yeah. He was like actually working at that job on the, the beachfront point is no. <laughs> Michelle picks Nate and eventually they bring them out as a couple and Nate and Michelle beaming literally like so radiant. Nate yeah. is just the happiest he's ever been. It looks like. And then Michelle's like, uh, you think he's not emotional. He's more emotional than I am. And I'm like, ah, that's because he was holding back. Because of the back show. And now he's ready. Oh, love it. Did you see I'm the photo I, I sent you from the end? The, I, put it- I I am pulling it up. I'll uh, I'll pull it up on the uh, on the the Zoom me because I sure, got it in the I, Gmail. I can but put I'll- in here. It's not the best photo. We're not supposed to have photos. So I was trying to do it strategically before I even knew you were asking me to be on it. Um, but yeah, they had snow falling down. They had like this, this, the Santa Claus guy that was like moving yes, around. I doing... need to talk about that for a second <laughs> yeah. because I'm, I'm sorry, but, um, why? <laughs> I know, right? Why? Look at this. It's so sweet. 
Oh, okay. Zooming in won't work. Uh, interesting. There we go. Oh, yeah. That was like the fa- the last, last, last. Like they they had just said cut, and uh, they were still. I mean, we were we were pulling the audience out. It took us maybe like ten minutes to get that many people out because there was three different sections that wow. they all sat in. Okay. And um, I mean, I, ten minutes is only because we had to go one by one because the camera crew right, was like still like wrapping up. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but all, everyone was still on the, on the stage, like hugging and cheering and mm-hmm. talking. It was nothing but good vibes in there, to be honest with you. Sweet. Yeah. So that I was like pretty that. cool. Oh, yeah. Um, also this other picture I sent in the chat, the, uh, it's the archive today one. The second thing I, no, you sent that the one I sent Frank the... Torres. I don't know what the fuck Frank Torres report is. It's the, uh, it's, it's about the masks. It's about the masks, but also that was the section that I sat. So I strategically placed all of those people. Ah. <laughs> that oh, was yeah. my job. Like, um, That's me. Which was funny. So when they first, when people first sat down, mm-hmm. they, the rules were that you had to wear masks. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when cameras were not rolling. And so there's, um, they had to put them on and they, we handed out N95s in white first off and then i uh, yes everyone sticking has like these right white, out. christmas time sticking right out you know mm. just just hooves on their face mm. is mm. what it looked like on camera mm. and then um hooves. but again the cameras weren't rolling then but they just had to have them on in between and i remember there was like a couple audience members that were really upset about not staying six feet apart and we're like okay well to be on the show you have to have um i the long form of a COVID test, at least 48 hours, mm-hmm. no more than 48 hours before you're on set. And then you have to do one that morning too, like a rapid mm-hmm. quick one. So there's and like you have double to be vaccinated and you have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's double, there's double testing stuff. And so um, I think production now is just kind of like, okay, well, we've taken all the precautions we can. So like uh, you're here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to do the six feet thing. So there's a couple yeah. audience members that were like, these chairs are really close. You know, I'm like, well, well then don't work here. Like this, you don't, you don't yeah. have to accept this job, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it was funny going back to setting audience members, they have to look on camera ready, right? That's the mm-hmm. whole package. That's, that's right. hair, look, makeup, mm-hmm. what you're wearing, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and focus they all were wearing masks when I was seating them. And then I sat down in the production room and when cameras were rolling and they had their masks off and I was like, Oh, people look a lot different. (laughs) 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 Their masks off. And there was like, we didn't move them, but there was between the three of us and everyone else listening. There was at least three people in the audience that without a mask, my boss was like, why did you? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I didn't see it. I didn't see it. And it was a guy with a Hitler mustache at the back that we didn't see because that we didn't see. We didn't see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But then, so yeah, what, when did they, it was, I don't know, like an hour, not even an hour, maybe 30 minutes into filming. Mm-hmm. And uh, Twitter was going nuts was about nuts. people not wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that it just was a protocol that was supposed to happen and then got trickled down because. California is in an indoor mask mandate as of like a couple of days ago. And mm. so I think when the list came out or what, you know, 
that wasn't the case. They didn't have to wear masks at the time. Right. And then now the the live show, the mandate was in place and it just didn't make conversation who it needed to. So the stage manager was like, just got buzzed in his ear. And so when the live show, you truly, I mean, like these, these set times, like you have three minutes and 32 seconds, it, it, but it's you know insane. what I mean? It's insane. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> it's like, I had actually just was walking back from the bathroom and then oh, I great. hear the stage manager was like, was like, we need, we need black N95 masks. Every audience member needs a black N95. And he was saying it to just anybody who was listening at the point. Cause he's oh, like, wow. we have 40 seconds to do Fucking this. And we're seconds. like, what? And so, and I happened to be like walking <sighs> into the, into the studio, but right outside the door was, um, like a COVID tent because they have them everywhere. Right. And so, um, but there was nobody at the COVID tent. And so I grab a box and they happen to be white. And then I hear them say, I repeat black. Cause I was like, oh fuck, you know, I thought they just meant masks. And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, these aren't the black ones. Oh, okay. And then uh, some PA It's like comes- he saw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, 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 black ones. And so he comes running out. And so I grab a box, you know, and there's like six of us that they're just like, go, 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 go. And so the audience is all like, what? what is happening we're like put them on put them on put the black you have to give give me the white ones put a black one on and nobody moves quickly if you're not insane behind the scenes yeah behind the scenes it's chaos it's calculated chaos but when you're Uh, sitting there you're like um it's in my pocket oh you know and like 40 seconds how do you not sense the panic of a person running the the behind the scenes stuff and go right should i (laughs) Ask questions about why right now? The asking questions, my God, because they're like, I, I can't hear you. I can't. Well, you're wearing a mask. I can't. I was like, and everyone else was the ones that got it. We're like, put uh, this on, you know? Yeah. So we, yeah. we ended up doing it. There was a couple people that didn't get the black ones in time for the live thing. So the camera Incredible. had to adjust where they were showing until we uh-huh. had them all situated. And then somebody had to cl- like crawl underneath the seats to get them a black mask or something. You know, we had to just know where the, the stage manager then was like directing us. I'm like, there's a couple, there's a couple whites over there. Go uh-huh. get them. <laughs> uh, I think that's why the, uh, that's why the, uh, the, the kids from the mental all stuck around because they could be very, very conspicuous uh, yes. <laughs> walking around and giving people masks. Well, Jesus, also what, what was weird <laughs> was we have to, so you have to fill all the audience, right? Uh, all of these seats. And then mm-hmm. there were strategic ones that we had to pull the audience out because the alumni sat there and then the family sat uh, there. Um, right. Cause the parents were there too. Yeah. And so, but they weren't there till like the middle. So like right. that was part of my job of like escorting all that. And they were supposed to pull them back out, but the stage manager was like, just leave them in. They're mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But the alumni weren't wearing masks while everyone else was and they're just making out on camera openly. i mean Becca and thomas oh, yeah, in the background just getting yeah. fucking yeah during wow, the Brandon's... moment when it was like yeah. uh, like a heartbreaking Brandon's heartbreak moment with brandon yeah. and then uh i tweeted where it was like uh becca and thomas are like that couple in high school where they're just fucking in the hallway while you're yeah. trying to just go to class yeah, yeah. or it's just like can y'all not read the room uh-huh. Yeah, they show up in the T-Bird and she is like ripped shorts and uh-huh. smoking a cigarette. Lunch and he's is like, happening. He doesn't know any other word, but babe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're the couple who you're on a flight and they're just like 
they're like they get a, a like shoes a off and try to like yeah shoes off all of <laughs> each other just like hey can we're all in coach can you not do this please can you not mm-hmm. i actually reminds me i remember one time i saw a video on uh twitter where this girl this couple behind her were straight oh up God. fucking on the flight because yeah. they were in the very 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 back uh-huh. and she's just like ma'am this is this is spirit <laughs> what are you doing i mean I mean, look, if it's spirit, why not fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, get your money's worth. Uh, who cares? I mean, yeah, you might die. So maybe yeah. it's like the one chance. I can't have. imagine being like, we're on a plane right now. The hottest thing we could do is get cramps trying to fuck right now. How do we make that happen? These are infamously small areas. And we have to be quiet. Get out of here. Uh, anyway. Uh... <laughs> Okay, don't laugh away from the microphones. I don't want to sound crazy laughing at myself. Oh yeah. Ha ha ha. Fuck you. Fuck I, you. I, while you were saying that, I just was having flashbacks of college where one time a, a roommate of mine, a mm. dorm mate that I did not like, was what we were watching a scary movie. She invited the boys over and went, we were not supposed to have boys in our dorm and went to Uh-oh. a Catholic's college for one Uh-oh. year. Um she's getting finger blasted under the blanket right next to me. Oh, yeah. I was totally grossed out, did not like her. And I just walked up and went right to the RA's room and knocked on the door and said, there's boys in my room. (laughs) 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 Why are you finger banging next to me? Man. I love that you snitched. That's so funny. That's very funny. Also, what was the movie? It was it was some scary movie with Angelina Jolie. I remember that. I didn't like scary oh. movies, so I was like really invested. And then all of a sudden, like her head falls on my shoulder, and I was like, "What?" Oh and no! I'm still watching. Her head was on your shoulder. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, maybe I thought I truly thought maybe she was just like scared and covering herself." And then I then her leg folds onto mine. No fucking um, joke. And I was like, "Okay," and it's a sheet. It wasn't even a thick ass blanket. No. It was a thin sheet. I. I can see it all and i was like was it the bone collector <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it's either the bone collector or taking or lives oh changeling didn't make the list uh uh taking lives yes. i mean if it's the bone collector that's pretty funny uh- <laughs> i just love that's honestly the root part is that her head was on your body like don't Right. And the leg. I'll take don't, both of them. For don't, being t- don't be touching me while you're getting finger no. And it's like, if this is a futon. It's not that, you know, if oh, we were wow. like separated corners, sure, whatever. So you mean whatever. it was shaking too because futons are structurally sound. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, college <laughs> futons are notorious for being yeah. discreet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Also, like, um, she didn't have, like, did she not have a bed in her, in the room? Because you, you guys... We're in no, a dorm, it was a right? dorm, so it's it was almost... a dorm. We had lo- we had lofted beds. They could have been elevated out of sight. There could have been plenty of other reasons. So situation. they wanted Angelina Jolie getting spooky in view. In view with with neighboring eyes. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. It was disgusting. Just a wild time. I can't imagine. I that's a what a wild move to be like to not even be like. Excuse me. I'm uh, about to get finger fucked the shit like you might heads up. 
Right. Well, also, like, they invited me to watch the movie with them. It wasn't like I oh, crashed wow. your oh. finger time. It was like so a So this was completely movie. unavoidable. I mean, avoidable. Yes, this, this yes. Could have been... This was unnecessary. You were on your way out and to, to hang out with other people, and they were like, Joanne, grab a seat. <laughs> we're just firing up the bone collector. We hear it's great. Denzel Washington can't move. He solves crime from his bed. Angelina Jolie's like this new hot shot detective should be fun. And you're like, that does sound great. I'll see Craig great. next week. Let's fire it up and I'll make the popcorn. And you sit down you and like 30 minutes into, into the movie. The other guy that was that came. Yeah, I did have a crush on the other dude, um, okay. but his come to find out he had a kidney problem and his dick didn't work. I found that out later. Ha. Huh. Interesting. Oh, what? OK. Um, his dick you know. didn't work in um, anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I'm asking questions. I, I'm... <laughs> I mean, it didn't work for me, I guess. <laughs> As I mean, it's very I don't know why I'm asking questions. Did you like look over at them and go? It looks like they're having fun. I don't know. Maybe we should try it. <laughs> like, is it well, fucking worse? I remember, you know, like when you're young in those like tense moments of like, mm-hmm. are we going to hold hands or are you know what I mean? Like when you're watching a movie and it was kind of that where like he was sitting, like leaning, his back was leaning against my knees, like on, you know, oh. like he was sitting on the ground. And so like his, he was leaning again, he was leaning against uh-huh. me. Um, and then he so, got her foot in his face and was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? Oh man! And then it was like Annabelle's getting fingered. Yeah. Just like... <laughs> he followed me down the hallway to the <laughs> He was like, "I'm not supposed to be here." Yeah. Uh, he was, he was for a my cool dude. That's he, uh, fun. he would wear a camelback at parties and tell everyone it was full of vodka, but because of his kidney problems, it wasn't. It was full of water. So he would like people were like, oh, the backpack vodka guy's here. Let me take a shot of it. Like, oh, he was tricking it. people into hydrating. He was That's hydrating cool. okay. people at parties. This is insane. I like this guy. I like yeah. this guy. Yeah, vodka, 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 vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it feels like we've we've milked the the show. I I I'm gonna be honest. It was a fine season. Called it from the beginning. Love Nate. Fucking who cares about Brandon? Who cares about Peter? I care about Peter, actually. I care about his demise. I do not like him at all. Um, but I will say overall, Chris, let's go through our roses and thorns mm-hmm. of the episode of the season of everything. Yeah. Uh, the Our favorite moments, our least favorite moments. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Just like, yeah, let's go through it. So, so Chris, for roses, it could be a moment. It can be a person. It could be uh, a word that was said too many times. It could be, and it doesn't like have to be something that happened on screen. It could just be like, even for you, like something that you saw in the background or whatever. And you're defamation. De- you you're being sued for defer defamatory Asian. Uh, and then I would say you can also have multiple ones if you like multiple. Yeah, ones. yeah. So please, Perfect. I'll go first. My rose. I forgot that. It, this has that been a. Something. I have multiple roses. Uh, one of them is, has been a consistent rose. Week over I know week. what you're going to say. Uh, I love Michelle it. for yes. existing. I uh, love you. Uh, you're amazing. <laughs> you are true. It's funny because every time Michelle is on screen, there's been like a couple episodes that my girlfriend has watched the show with me. She doesn't fuck with reality TV. No. And, but it was funny because she was like, 
like, oh, you're going to watch The Bachelorette? Like, I'll watch it with you just because I like spending time with you. And this is important to you. So, like, I want to do stuff that you like as well. Very but, like, sweet. this is garbage. Like, I don't know why you like it. But then when we were watching the finale, she was fucking invested. And, I, like, I just looked at it. I'm like, ah, yeah, see? Gotcha. Somebody's um, watching Clayton season. But. I'm going to have her on the podcast. <laughs> every time, every time she was, Michelle was on screen, My even mm. my girlfriend was like, damn, she's hot. Like, ah, uh, mm-hmm. like, yeah, she's always that. wearing dresses that work for her perfectly. It's insane. Yeah. But she pointed out and Michelle kind of has big, big, she kind of has big hands. Sick. And for my girlfriend, she has, she doesn't like her hands. She thinks her hands aren't like. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't like her hands either. She thinks that they're big. So because of that, she was just like, representation matters. Michelle also has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah michelle played uh, basketball played? i think her hands are fine but I agree. Uh, I, whatever hands are hands uh i was talking about my girlfriend's hands but yeah michelle's hands too are are fine mm-hmm. um but yeah michelle for existing uh another rose goes to nate because i truly think if you Fuck if yeah. you watch these past couple weeks Yes, mm-hmm. Nate has a lot of work he needs to do to communicate emotionally. But I do see, I per, from what the footage they show us, I personally see progress. I and see. I think even if it's not this radical amount of progress, I think it says a lot when someone is trying to put in the work. Like yes. Joe, who was previously on the show, he mm-hmm. went from being a dude who ghosted her and didn't communicate. Hey, the reason why I don't want to talk right now is because of racism and I just need to process that shit. Like he went from like not communicating to trying his best to communicate. Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes people get too focused on what is the, what is the like result, the end result versus how much it means for someone to hear you say, Hey, I need you to communicate more. And then that person actually putting in the work to Mm -hmm. try to communicate more. Like I see that and I respect that. Uh, So because of that, I think Nate has done progress that people aren't giving him credit for. That being said, too many times on this show, people have stand men just for them to be proven to be trash. So is it thorn time? I'm not, huh? Oh, I thought you were setting up for thorns. Oh, because you were like oh. too many men were trash. But well, I was just gonna say that I'm not gonna like relentlessly believe that all is great with Nate, and I'm uh-huh. not gonna I'm not gonna like jump in front of a train for him. I uh, will, but I do feel like he's <laughs> he is not getting the fair chance that I feel nope. like he deserves. And also, the chemistry between him and Michelle is just like magnetic, unbelievable. That's just such uh-huh. it's effortless. So Beautiful. like. Let's give um, let's give them a shot. Um, I hope they make it. I think they will. My last rose goes to Brandon after he was broken up with in a in a rage of emotion, takes the engagement <laughs> ring and <laughs> throws it into the ocean. <laughs> and that is the funniest shit to me. Uh, you know what? I know a producer was like, no. This bitch <laughs> I, I guarantee you a producer was like let's take the ring out first okay here's the box you can do okay. it. <laughs> they, I, because they, I, I don't think it was real right oh no I think it was I also think that Brandon this also speaks to the performativeness that Brandon brings to the table which is 
Where else have you seen somebody throw a colossally a expensive ring. ring that you do right. not own and they make you sign a contract before they give it to you? Right. That you can't you can you have to give it back if right. they don't make it. Um, when have you ever seen anybody like a hugely expensive thing and been like, I'm going to throw this into the ocean because yeah. only love matters. Fuck you. you it's only movies. Damn and it's if I'm symbolic. throwing jewelry into the fucking beach. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Basically, that ring's going to be a, a, a thing of pain for me, but I'm going to take that shit to a pawn shop, get a couple uh, racks and buy some new Jordans. Like I'm not going to throw that shit yeah. into the water. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. exactly. You know, there's too much value in there. First of all, second of all, that is again, preview of one of my thorns, Brandon's performativeness. Suck it, Brandon. Eat ass. Anyway, Chris, go ahead. Thorns. We have the same thorn. Brandon's yep. performativeness. I think there's just this low, this low-key danger about Brandon that people are refusing to see. And then lastly, my last thorn goes to uh, the fact that Clayton's going to be the Bachelor. I think. And not Olu. And not Olu, who is so much better. Perfect, man. Um. But you know what? I will find solace in the fact that when you have such a bland lead like Clayton, that allows. <laughs> Sorry, okay, my got, you... dog's wilding out. Uh-huh. Uh, when you have a boring lead like Clayton, it allows the cast to really shine and bring you the entertainment. Yeah. And I feel like mm-hmm. we're going to get some real dramatic people. And I'm mm-hmm. excited to see that mess. And those are my roses and thorns. Joanne, would you like to go next? You can go. Okay. Uh, I've got. Uh, hella roses, hella thorns. Rose, uh, Nate, baby, fucking nailed it. Michelle and Nate, Nate's the moment of her telling Nate and him just literally floating and beaming. Excuse me. I love love. And it's that's exactly what it looks like. That is love. That wasn't like him winning a competition. That was him being like, you love me. And that rules because I love you so much. Fuck yeah. Huge rose for that. Love it. Okay. Oh, so good. Um, also, sneaky rose to her sending Joe home on before Brandon. I don't know why that, that's a rose for me. I just thought like we thought it was going to be them in the final two, like Joe and Nate the whole time. And I've been saying that Joe is just like not even close to enough of a chemistry with her. And people were just really pushing. And I was like, no, you'll see. And that's a sneaky little rose for Mikey. Um other roses include how much I got to hate on Peter. Fuck that man forever. Uh, if I hear slice of petite one more time, let it go, bro. Let I, it go. I will never let it go because I'm going to see him on paradise. You know that you, you know that, you know that. See, here's see- the thing. Here's the thing. Joanne, just so you know, <sighs> there's this guy on Katie season, Connor, who all he did was puns and shit. So because oh, of fucking that, hate him. I hated oh, him, him too. I hated him so much. And Mike was like, you got to tone down the hate. Like, this is just too much hate. And then now Mike's when sending threats to Peter. Uh, I will I will re-listen and send you the receipt. Now you hush your mouth. You hush your mouth. You tell me. I would love to hear it. So all I'm trying to say is hypocrisy is being exposed from Huge. the Carosa side you know of what? this podcast. I accept my uh, hypocritical side uh, because guess what? I'm the one that got the hate on Peter so much. That guy sucks ass. Fuck him forever. Uh, everybody ba- dunking on Peter was great. That's awesome. Uh, I think uh, it's time for thorns. Brandon, thorn. Boom. Suck it. Peter, also thorn. Fuck you, dude. Forever. Olu should have been the bachelor thorn to producers thorn to also the producers for bringing up Tasha's divorce live on air and her 
it, it definitely felt like a moment that was not something that was supposed to happen, but happened, even though I'm sure it was planned. I just, it felt like a, but first, Caitlin turns to Tasha and goes, you're divorced. And Tasha's like, whoopsie, it hurts. And then they're like, okay, guess what? We're going to host a segment now. And then it's like, oh, you didn't expect her to be overwhelmed? Like, fuck all of that. So huge thorn for that. And otherwise, great season. Had a fun time this season. Uh, Joanne, what about you? What do you think of Thorn, Rose and Thorn wise? Um, well, first off, I'm going to start off with um, a, a big rose for all of this has been chatting with the two of you Get out and of having yeah. Here's my letter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I want it propped up against my door and then I want to look yeah. directly down the barrel of the camera. I mean, truly, and I, you know, I feel like I'm cheating having not watched the whole season and being on your finale episode. So thank okay. you. But yeah. because of the the, recap, the moment of seeing my coworker see, this is also a rose, I guess, sinisterly, mm-hmm. yeah. her face drop seeing who won oh <laughs> on God. the paper. And so I just believed her, you know, she's the only person I had to go off of. Uh-huh. Um, but the other so that's a rose moment rose moment of having you guys be like no that dude was a piece of shit it was it was love bombing yeah. i love it when men see weakness and shitty behavior in other men thank, you. You, thank, you, thank, you, thank you we are doing the bare minimum, doing the bare minimum. <laughs> i love it um i will say that uh, this is this is a personal huge um thorn moment um dealing with sag actors for a background uh-huh. show the the egos alone um and i a rose moment in tangent with that is that i'm still in control of my job so we had a repeat gal who was a nightmare on mental all and she came to the finale mm-hmm. she was a real a, a real rude one of the rudest humans i've ever met oh, in a wow. while and she was a they have those actor. in la Sorry, Can you believe man. it? I didn't know before coming here. Um, but I uh, got to strategically place her off camera and then told every other producer and person working with the audience to not move her. <laughs> so nice. she Fuck didn't yeah. get any stage time. <laughs> Let's go! That's the production yeah. version of when you're shitty to your server, so they spit in your food. That is right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Love I'm not it. gonna let you have the one thing I know you're here for. <laughs> um, um, also, a th- this is a caddy thorn, but mm. I, I don't know the backstory. But Nate's lip, man, that thing is really a distraction. Maybe I'm not used to it yet, but you know, know what I mean. No, I don't. Oh, I see. You what know, you're saying. his yes, lip. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, I think he got like, in a bar. I, I had to research it. He got like in a bar fight or something, and it just never like went that. back to normal. Uh, I yeah. But um, that that that's a face. that's a personal personal thing. Um, I don't see it. You don't see it. Yeah, it's it's very slight. Um, it's like what? it's like okay. one here, Chris. You'll see it. You will see it in this picture right here. Get a load of this. Um, it, it's like when it, he talks, it gets stuck on his teeth. Whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why that. Who cares? I'm being. Picky. I mean, that's that's a thing for you. That's <laughs> fine. You get it. That's all yours. Um, but then I, I oh. guess I'm doing I'm doing double edged 
roses and thorns because uh-huh. then the rose is that you know i i agree with you that the seeing you know who cares about his lip <laughs> he's not he's not a ladies man as far as we know because mm-hmm. truly yeah it was a really beautiful moment to see how long every i mean they stayed on stage talking and congratulating mm-hmm. and speaking to the family and the alumni and stuff mm-hmm. and it was a it was a very genuine moment and closure a lot of productions you know it they cut so they done together. let's get yeah. out of here and they genuinely had a great time it seems so truly into each other like they it it like the house thing was very fun because it's like they got a down payment on a house and michelle was like jesus fucking christ and 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 nate was like uh okay yeah oh, what uh holy <laughs> shit but i also think like i don't know i i i just the way the way they look at each other, I just there have been so many moments this season that just like it felt so real and so good. And I really, really hope they stay together. I haven't felt this way about many couples on the show. I definitely am rooting for these two in a big way. And I'll say this. It's the second Canadian in a row to be picked, baby. Nate was bo- Nate's from Winnipeg and, and uh, Blake is from Ontario, but the Blake and Katie were never meant to be, but the, he was picked at the end. Anyway, whatever. Canada's out here, uh, but that's our <laughs> roses and our thorns. And uh, I just want to say thank you for listening to this season. We will be off until I guess we find out who the women are. Uh, you know, Chris and I will probably do an episode before the season starts to go through the contestants and be like what our first impressions are. But uh, otherwise we'll see you when Cl- uh, Clayton's uh, season comes around and uh, please watch married at first sight, Australia season eight. Uh, enjoy that. That belongs to you. And it's time for some plugs. Joanne, Joanne Shindley, if you don't mind, please tell our audience where to find you, what you'd like them to check out of yours, anything at all, please. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find me at Joanne Shinderly on all of uh, the social media is just J-O-A-N-N and then do S-C-H. I'll pop up. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'm we're on, not on the same Sketchfest weeks, but I'll be at Sketchfest right. San Francisco the first week. Also, if there's a lockdown, please check out my commissioned erotic stories at JoJo's No-No's and Ooh. buy one. Let's get Ooh. sexy. Ooh, hot stuff. Commissioned erotic stories. Typing away. Yeah, it turns out I'm a great writer. Who knew? (laughs) Who who knew? Who knew that (laughs) comedy could translate so well to hot business? (laughs) Um, my whole deal is that I'm sexually stunted. What does that what does that mean? No, I'm I'm a big baby, so I'm what am I saying, Chris? You know what I'm Hey man, words are hard. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm the worst. Well, if guy. you need, if you ever need, it's, it's anonymous. If you ever need some words, JoJo's no nos. JoJo's no nos. Gotta get them. You gotta yeah. get them. Chris, it. what about you, baby? Where where can people find you? What do you want people to check it out? At Topher Mejia, T O P H E R M E J I A on mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. Um, yeah, go follow me. Uh, I also, if you live in the Seattle area, I run a show called Good Comedy with former guest of the pod, Bo Johnson. Uh-huh. Um, every show we have done has sold out. Our New Year, we have a show on New Year's Eve uh, that uh, is at a larger venue, but because of the new variant, 
Uh, we would love to still have you, but if you're like, uh, I, I don't want to go to the show, we totally understand. So for those, I mean, the show's vaccinated people only, but if you're still uncomfortable, totally get it. So uh, you do what your heart desires. We would love to have you there. But if not, next year, we're going to have plenty of shows and we're about to soon be able to announce that we're expanding to uh, another venue. So then we'll have our outdoor show once things are hot and not cold outside. And we'll be doing our indoor venue at the same time. So it's going to be super dope. Uh, But if you're cool with it, we'd love to see you at our New Year's Eve show. Uh, And then Mikey, sweetie, baby, honey, my lover. That's me. Where can people find you being hypocritical and shit, lying that you weren't going to watch this next season, even though you already knew the whole damn time you were going to watch this season because you love this show. You were always going to keep watching, even if you like it or not. Where can people find your lying ass? Well, if you want to hear me lying and being a hypocrite, you found it. You're listening to We Didn't Get a Rose, a podcast about The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Uh, That's what you're doing. You can find us at, at We Didn't Get a Rose on Instagram and Twitter. Chris runs those and he's doing a very good job. I love it. Whenever I see tweets, you're very funny. Stop it. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't shoot me away. You're doing a great job. And uh, you can find me at Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. All my dates into the new year are canceled so far, and that is fine by me. I am terrified of this thing and I'm okay with it. But Please don't make me have to not go to San Francisco January 14th to the 17th because I've literally wanted this since I started stand up comedy and it's crazy that I get to do it at all. So uh, uh, get your shit together, please. And don't ruin this for me, San Francisco. I can't wait to see you. Uh, you can also buy my album or just listen to my album wherever you got your albums. It's called Cherubic. And I've also got a couple of tracks on a Just for Laughs compilation. You just look up my name, Mike Carroza, C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. And that is a Mikey. We did it. And then I do this thing at the end where I talk for a little while and then I put the music in for the outro. But then I just I keep talking for a while. I don't stop. But eventually I do stop and the music starts like now. And so that's the bit. But then I'm actually going to put it in like later when it's like now. Now we're waiting for Chris to play it. No, I play it. I put it in. (laughs) I put it in after afterwards like i don't play it live but it is gonna be on the on the recording of the podcast so if i if i say it's gonna be done it's and it's probably you know what okay this is this is making for great podcasting (laughs) and it's done and that's where i'm gonna put it